0: This is the 919 Beer Podcast, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts for the 919 Beer Podcast, Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt.
1: Very cool show today. We will check in with Little City Brewing in downtown Raleigh. Also, with GMA Building Supply, they're a big sponsor of Beer Aconda. You could say they're the title sponsor because they are the title sponsor. T- Beer Aconda tickets are on sale right now, beeraconda.com, VIP is going fast GA still available go check that out I'm Joe Ovias, Adam Eshbaugh Wayne Holt from 919 beer are here hi guys what's up how are you great great man cool that's a completely different opening than I've ever experienced
2: we're trying some still
1: reeling trying some things yeah, the consultants have. Oh, I've gotten notes. You learned that at that uh, podcast seminar. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't start. Consultants, uh. don't start.
3: I don't want to talk about. It. Joe had to go to. Joe, <laughs> Joe had to go to training last week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tell them how to do a That's podcast. Right, I yeah. forgot. That's yeah, great. I don't
1: want to talk about. It. I'm glad about you're about. listening to the consultants. Oh, yeah, what? Uh, the Bob's. There's a reason why I've lasted this long. I am adaptable. Mm-hmm. You are so. Um, <laughs> like Thomas Makowski. I went to Poolside Pies. Yeah. on Friday.
0: How and was
1: that? it's expensive. Whoa. And um, it's the Ashley Christensen joint. It's good, but it's expensive. And the, we had a, you know, sadly, we had a, We had a pickle. It was like a pickle something Caesar salad. That Kelly, Kelly is a huge fan of pickles. Oh, I am going to say Caesar salad. Deep fried pickles, um, whatever. And when she saw that in the menu, she's like, I'm intrigued. Go on. So we ordered one. I was thinking it was going to be like, no. Excellent. Yeah? Excellent. Well, Absolutely it's Ashley Christensen.
2: It's not going to be, going to be bad, bad quality, right? It's not going to be bad. I mean, you're, you're going. You're not going to be disappointed. I tell yeah. people this all the time. No matter which of her establishments you go to, you might pay more or yeah. a little bit less, depending on the one, but you're not going to be disappointed in the value of you get i i say
3: were there greens in that salad i'm assuming right and yeah, the oh, yeah. pickles are green and they came from our friend uh who was on the podcast not too long Josh ago Josh Satin. Josh oh that's Josh right. is now uh, working with them
2: Joe Joe's Joe not
3: yeah. here stop yeah. but i listened to it You miss that like no no
1: yeah. but i, I, I listened to the podcast my back finally healed from carrying that no, stop oh stop it stop it wow right. wow now um <laughs> i miss them too we got Joe's there, on we, we, got there. Here, I miss we got there around 6:45 6:50 on a friday night this is the second weekend they were open um time so we got there. It was an hour and a half wait. Like, cool, whatever.
2: Was it just you and Kelly? No, or it was me and Kelly and our you? friends,
1: Brian and oh, okay, uh, but the boys weren't No, no, no. So
2: no. you didn't have to entertain?
1: No, 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 no. But that time. But the kids, the kids are old enough now. What did
2: you do in that hour and a well, half? Well, I mean,
1: we they'll text you, so good, I like that. Right? They'll make you stick around. And you can hang out at the bar if you want. But uh, walked up to Whiskey Kitchen, where they were doing a Raleigh Beer Week thing, and they had a couple, I think Trophy, Trophy had a couple, like, had a special flight at Whiskey Kitchen, and then, speaking of Trophy, I went over to Capital Club 16, because my friend Brian has a boot from there, so Chris was there, Chris Powers, was hanging out at Capital Club 16, and they had done a collaboration with uh, Capital Club, and I try it, and talking to Chris, catching up. And I get the text. You have 10 minutes to get back to oh. uh, poolside. Well, we got a schedule to keep, Joe. Uh, apparently. But it was ahead of. It was like about an hour. It wasn't an hour. I thought, all right, let me order this beer. I still probably got another 20 minutes before I get mm. the text. Nope. It was about an hour. Fine. So uh, I apologize to Chris. I'm like, I don't think this was the intention of this um, Oktoberfest mm. beer that you had made, uh, but I'm going to have to chug this now. Did you
2: make him video it for Instagram purposes? No,
1: no, no. Didn't do that. And then I had to polish off Kelly's half a pint in order to go. And then I ran. I've, ran. we
2: can speak to this. We've been to establishments with Joe where he has to finish drinks for people so <laughs> we can go to the, next, to the next place. You
1: mean like a half a bottle of wine and <laughs> one turn it, a, it up? It can't be turn done. It turn it up. It can't be done. All right. So I had to do that and then I ran back to Poolside Pies. They had an $11 Italian pilsner on the menu okay i should have jotted was it italian
2: as in from italy it, or from was italy it someone it was in, no it was in. from
1: italy it was imported it was imported and it was eleven dollars and when i saw eleven dollars i was thinking is this a larger format no and but credit to um the staff in that you can sample it if you'd like i'm like wow, really cool thank you so they brought me a little pour sample like four bucks <laughs> i thought that was i a, a didn't know break. who
3: you were evidently that had given you the whole thing no right. you
1: don't like
2: travel with your media pass in kelly's purse no Oh okay. no no
1: so uh so they gave me you know they gave me like a Let's two ounce from the podcast two ounce pour or whatever and uh i said this is good but i don't know if it's 11 dollars good and i asked her how big is the pour like is it a normal glass is it a large like no it's one of these i went Give me a peroni. Cool, thanks. I just went from there, and just went with that one, which was four dollars instead. I mean, it's fine. It's you fine. can't expense your beer on the. Uh, no, 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 no. Wasn't what? It? the pizza was good though. But again, I mean, it's very good. thing. It's good. Yeah, it's good stuff. I think I still think they're kind of getting used to you know pumping out that amount of pizza from sure. the oven. That my understanding of the oven is that it cooks at a temperature that really can make it a quick turnaround. Like 900 degrees? Uh, it's like Blaze. 850, It's like 850, it's 900, 900 degrees yeah, yeah. in that oven. But unlike Blaze, where they're just kind of running it through like an industrial oven, this Throw is like- Shout out to LeBron.
3: <laughs> no, Blaze throws it out there.
1: No, no, it. but this is like a really expensive- oh, no, the, yeah, so like, I saw it the day they
3: had it on their Instagram. They yeah, I and mean, the it thing's in, yeah. gorgeous looking. I mean, yeah. the, the space- Blaze doesn't the, have a conveyor belt. They still drop it in this oven. Mean. Yeah,
1: the, the, space is, the space is gorgeous. Right. But, so, different go.
3: client though.
1: Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> so, that's that. So, that was, my, that was my fun over the weekend. Nice.
2: Didn didn't go for the eleven dollar pills or anything.
1: No, no, no. Couldn't yeah, expense we,
2: it. Speaking of eleven dollar beers, um last weekend uh, Bridge got an eleven dollar Phantom Saison. at Doc Ponds in nice. Vermont.
1: Worth every penny though. Okay. Yeah. It was, gotcha. It's fantastic. You wouldn't pay at eleven dollars for a Pilsner, would you Wayne? I probably would. What if if it was a Mason jar special? Probably probably not. Adam, just bring it to me. Speaking of, did you bring <laughs>
3: speaking of <laughs> <did you laughs> not bring, an IPA? Did you bring the Baltic Porter oh, this week? Oh my gosh, I forgot again.
2: Look, man, we, I was had, go, I was we, gonna, we had an appointment the before this is. that I was I was going to talk that from. up a little bit because little I- bit.
3: Uh,
2: I apologize. I'll bring it next week.
3: I was at a drinking establishment yesterday, and the head brewer walked out, and he made it a point to stop and go, have you tried the Baltic Porter from Mason Jar this year? So
2: you were at Bond Brothers.
3: And I went, and I have not. don't talking to wit. I don't, <laughs> really drink that. I don't usually drink that stuff. Uh-huh. I said, I don't like their beer. I don't like them because they want to bring me an IPA. Yeah. And he goes- it's better than last year. It's fantastic. You were definitely talking to Witt. And he's pulling his beard the whole time. But then, but I then, did
2: stop by for about five minutes, dropped off some samples to those guys. and Yesterday? Moved on. Uh, Tuesday. Okay, Tuesday. so
3: yesterday, it was Witt, obviously. And Witt invites me into the back mm-hmm. to try.
2: Taste of bird lager?
3: No. To try the food. They had uh, winter schnitzel. Ah, okay. And, uh. For standard. Uh some kind of chicken for standard. Gotcha. And they were cold because they were there it was that sure brought over hot at lunch, but they had it in the cooler. So I went back. The schnitzel was okay cold, but that chicken, it's it's boneless thighs. hmm Oh my gosh. I can't imagine how good that's gonna be hot. Yeah. It was really good. So but yeah, I hear the Baltic port is great. I can we can't seem to get any.
2: Yeah, Dave's Dave's super happy can't with it. can't seem to get any. Okay. I don't complain about anything Dave Bruce. So on uh
1: on Saturday went to the NC State Ball State game really just to go tailgate. I, I mean, I wasn't really expecting it's much. That's the reason i It's not really much of an expectation in terms of, you know, actual good um, football. Although the, the game ended up being a lot closer than people anticipated. It sure did, yeah. So the t- people that I typically tailgate with were not gonna go so i just put the call out there on twitter be like hey if anybody wants to let me crash their tailgate holler at me uh you know so also known as anybody got free stuff for me (laughs) pretty much yeah so shout out to everybody who reached out through social media to be like yeah drop on by drop on by uh ended up going through the rv lot yes outside of carter finley stadium that's where the good grub is <laughs> well it goes beyond that Catch up with set up. so uh so steve young who is, usually harasses me on twitter uh was former my, byu quarterback co- kind enough to be like all right man drop out the tailgate and this guy steve young this guy has like all the tv set up streaming all the all the other games people were watching the north carolina app state game to see north carolina lose so you mean of, app state win a lot of a, a lot of apps a, a lot of app state fans wearing yeah. red on saturday it's amazing <laughs> crazy right this dude had an. You okay there, Wayne? Hey, we gotta grease those. I started things. catching a cramp, Wayne, so I stood up. Yeah, Wayne had those, to change to his standing, standing desk. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that was my knee so, cranking out here. <laughs> so Steve, so Steve's got his RV. He's got like twelve families that contribute to the food situation and the beer situation. Yeah. Of course, everybody has old Tuffy. Um, he's got an soft serve ice cream machine. Wow, they go next level in some of his places, man. And a nacho cheese dispenser. Yeah, uh, all right, house, like the stuff yours. you'd find the stuff that you would find at a convenience store. And my kids were like, "What?" You know, have they the smoothie went, makers that had alcohol in? No, I mean, they didn't have. They up didn't up have a margarita man or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, right. It's crazy. Wait, well, actually, the story behind his uh, ice cream machine is that his wife found it on the cheap because she was thinking she could convert it into a margarita maker <laughs> but it wasn't quite it wasn't quite the same thing right so he's like well i might as well just go ahead and buy the ice cream That's mix hilarious. and he brings it out to the games and it's you know obviously it's a big hit they got a sunday bar all that stuff yeah. i mean it's like wow. it's insane and then it's hayes awesome. uh hayes lancaster was the other gentleman who invited me over to his tailgate and he's got a he's got a flag flying his over rv spot that just says cold beer so i was like you have my attention <laughs> you have my attention and of course everybody's got old Tuffy. now i'm not going to name names about old Tuffy, but mm. i thought this was very very funny on more than one occasion, I've had a state fan tell me, I don't know if I like this or not. And I looked at him and I go, okay, well, first it's what? like.
2: Is that your life as a state fan? Well, <laughs> or
1: For the I mean, there's a similarity. Wow. It's like but, state fans, that was Joe, Joe told me to say that. I did way. not tell you to say that. But there is, a, there, is, there is a correlation to that, I think, because every tailgate had Old Tuffy. Reviews on Old Tuffy from state fans. Sure. A little mixed. Some yeah. people get it. Some people are like, eh, I don't know if I like it or not. I'm like, so why are you still drinking it? Yeah. And I know why. Well, it's got an NC State logo on it. Absolutely. Come on. you got to be seen this, at the tailgate holding an old team does toughie. nothing but irritate me, but don't
2: I'm talk still, Don't, don't talk you about dare. my
1: feelings. Don't you dare. So, you know, look, it's, like, it's a classic fan base thing. I can talk bad about my team. That's you right, can't. But you can't. You can't. But you can't. And, uh, yeah. So that was, a, that was a fun experience on Saturday. It was freaking hot.
2: Uh, one thing real quick before yeah. we move
1: on to our, our guests,
2: I do want to mention I've got some friends uh, doing something at Bombshell next Friday, the 4th, uh, Families Fighting Flu. Uh, a bunch of people mm-hmm. have donated a lot of great things. It's a big fundraiser for them every year and um, told them I'd let people know about it. So if it's you're a in the College Springs area, I've been there. head out there. Uh, it's 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 a good event for, for a cause that's very important to the folks that are running it. So, yeah, next Friday evening,
1: it'll be good. Reminder, Beer Acana tickets are on sale right now. Go to com today. Get those VIP tickets. GA's fine, but get those VIP tickets before they run out. It's brought to you by GMA Building Supply, along with Mason Jar, My Way, and Ting. So you've heard us talk about Beer Acana a bunch. Get your tickets, beeracana.com. How many weeks is it now? Two. Two, two weeks. weeks. Two, two weeks. And you've also heard us reference GMA Building Supply. They have been a sponsor of Piercona for three years, two years as the title sponsor, and we appreciate that. Sean Mayevsky of GMA Building Supply is here. Hey, Sean. How you doing? So um, you keep coming back, huh? I do. (laughs) It's because the beer is good, isn't it? Because the beer is good. That's right. (laughs) I feel like all I have to do here is set this up and let the two guys, one who used to be in the building supply business, and the builder currently take over. So, Wayne, just you do. Yeah, everything. but we're not talking building supplies. We're talking beer and beer kind of. No, 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 no. But we got to talk about GMA building supply. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So y- I'll let you guys figure that out.
3: So, Sean, tell us a little bit about what you supply.
1: <laughs> sure. We do uh, do a little bit with windows,
4: windows, doors, some siding. Uh, we offer for those three categories a turnkey offering mm-hmm. for installing for those customers that want it. Uh, we have a showroom, about a 4,000 square foot showroom that uh, we have all the products set up inside. So, you wanted to stop by and take a look and thinking about doing some design and coming up to that holiday season everything's got to look good well mm-hmm. you got a place to come to
3: and you've got uh your offices in holly springs not far from uh carolina brewing so uh you're in the same industrial park with those guys and you said you had another location in charlotte as well
4: we do we've got one over in uh, in concord and we've been known to stop by that carolina brewery on yeah the at, right Yeah.
3: so how long have you been in business it's uh it's our 20th year wow, wow. 20th, 20th year. anniversary congratulations thank you yeah, and it does some cool stuff. I've reached out to Sean recently. I'm, uh, we just started a house in downtown Cary for a pre-sale buyer, and they wanted a basically a Four Seasons room instead of a screened porch, and they had a specific product that they wanted called Easy Breeze, mm-hmm. and I priced and looked at Easy Breeze probably 10 years ago, and I didn't, I didn't like the product at the time, so I got back online, looked at it again and um, reached out to Sean because somebody had told me that you were carrying that line the results to Sean, He priced it up, and uh so I'm looking forward to doing some business with him, and you know, hopefully we can maybe expand that too. I hope we can. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. If They've
2: you need nice help show. installing it, I've I've actually installed an Easy Breeze system in my father-in-law's. What stuff. is what well, is? Well, it must be really breeze? easy if it's, you did it. It's yeah. actually look man. <laughs> what is <laughs> an oh, oh, Breeze? I'll nerd out about it for a minute <laughs> if yeah, you want me to, or I'll let Sean do. But it's 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 really cool because it's like uh you know like sliding glass. Think sliding windows or sliding glass doors, right? Mm-hmm. something that slides. These slide yeah. up and down. They're like window panels. Sean, correct me when I get wrong because it's been a few years. <laughs> so far, so good. They're like window panels, but they're for, basically, uh, they are, for, like Wayne said, like a Four Seasons room. So if you have a screen porch and you want to enjoy it and keep it a little bit warmer in the wintertime. Or you
3: want to keep the pollen out in the spring. keep the pollen you drop out. the windows it basically down. has
2: these windows, but the windows aren't glass. I see. Um, the windows are this, what's the poly something right they're super flexible especially when they get warm and in the sun like you can the demonstrations are kind of cool you can kind of like put your hand through them interesting uh and and it'll expand and then they'll be back to shape in in a few minutes it's pretty cool so it's really good when you have kids yeah and they're a little reckless and they like to kick balls around a screen Mm -hmm. porch or fall into windows they're not going to break them yeah, that's, but basically, what they do
3: is that's the
1: issue with my sunroom that was built. But they slide right. up and down. 80s. Yeah.
3: But yeah. So what they do is they, they stack so from the from the bottom. You go, you know, just if it's a three panel or four panel, they stack and you push it up to where, let's say you've got an eight foot ceiling, you've got four two foot panels going all the way to mm-hmm. the floor. Mm-hmm. Behind that panel is the screen that you would normally have for the screen porch. So you just start at the bottom and you stack it up, and they all stack in that final two feet up there. So you just see the screen, so you get the breeze. But again, or you
2: can stack them at the bottom.
3: Yeah, I'm not. I don't want to do those. I've seen those, but I don't like those.
2: See the ones Didi had were they were they went both ways.
3: Oh, it does go both ways. I didn't know that. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I've only seen them. mm, I've only seen them go up. So I'm I'm gonna learn something when we do these. Yeah, it's four Um,
2: tracks or three tracks. Yeah, you're right. right. four tracks. Four tracks.
3: but, But I'm I'm excited to use it because we've had people ask for it. A couple of times in the past, and
2: and you can get them in different like tents and stuff. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Interesting.
3: So I think it's going to be cool.
1: When um, I'm you know, surprised
2: th- it's not more popular. I think it's just because people don't know about it. But it's, just, right. it's a if super want, cool product. If it's you, not very. It's not like ridiculously expensive. It's not and if expensive. you want
1: Easy Breeze, you can go to GMA Building Supply. Absolutely. Can, absolutely. One go. of the cool
4: so, things in the demonstration you were just talking about is you can actually punch it. I mean, really punch.
1: That's it. That's wild. And your hand's okay. Okay, yeah. that's, that's pretty crazy. I don't
3: know, man. I spent 15, 20 minutes yesterday it's like a, it's a in a
1: little boxing workout. It's a transparent like. vinyl. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And for GMA, this, this is not just for like contractors, right? Anybody can anybody anybody yep. can show up. Okay, because <laughs> I think sometimes people might have the mental block of like, oh, okay, it's not for me. It's, it's for people like Wayne. are like, no, it's going to be for me if I need to, to get some stuff. That's right. You guys will install it. Maybe not you, Joe. I don't know. But you guys know I <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, if you don't have to have an account
2: set up, you could go in there and say, Hey, we're interested in doing adding a screen porch or a four season room. And, and you'll get hooked it. up with somebody that's there right. and they'll,
4: they'll kind of take them through Welcome what they need. It. Pros and cons. And
2: yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That benefits. stuff's important. I think people always have these ideas of like, Well, I want this, but I don't know how to. Have make you got it a happen.
3: demonstration unit in, in the showroom? We do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. And you're going to check it out. So, so.
2: Especially since it's Sean talked about turnkey and that's an industry term. What does that mean? It just means they'll take care of it for, from start to finish. So they'll take care of installing that stuff too, uh, right? Okay, That's right. Gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. Come
3: out, measure, place the order, get it installed, all the good stuff. All right.
2: Yeah. So it's a one-stop shop. You don't just have to buy the product and then... Have
1: a find somebody to do it for Find somebody, it. somebody or to do it. Or I get you to do
3: it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and right. I'm not doing it. Hey,
1: Adam's available. <laughs> or, Easy Bridge and all, only. And all call his spare Bridge, time. Call yeah. Bridge.
2: She takes care of all my sketches. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so with, uh, with the second year of being the title sponsor for Beercana, I mean, clearly you enjoy going to the event. What's, wh- what do you enjoy the most? What's your favorite aspect of it?
4: i tell you what. The number of people that are out of this event is it's truly yeah. it's unbelievable. It really is. And the number of vendors you all have that come out to this thing, it's really Nuts. And the honest. cool thing about
1: you mentioned the amount of people there, but like don't be scared off if you've never been to Beer because it's all spread out. I mean, it's all in this gigantic uh this gigantic field and you have plenty of room to to move. And the lines, especially if you go VIP, the lines are never really never really long, which no. is also different from a lot of beer festivals. And I know uh people who have been going to beer are fully aware of this, but if you've yet to go, uh this definitely uh, is one of the unique aspects of it. And uh hopefully it'll be cool. Yeah. Adam. I'm, I'm i'm working on it i'm working on it yeah, 90, you, it might be
2: 93 to, degrees today but don't worry guys it's the last hot day of the year sure it is yeah yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not even october yet yeah that's it sean i just want to say and i know i'm i i'm not speaking for wayne but i know he agrees with me uh thank you very much for for wanting to be a part of our event it's been great having you as a sponsor and especially this year um our water sponsor had had Fulfilled, yeah. They, fulfilled the duties. They moved on. Yeah, yeah. and and um, Sean graciously stepped up and, and said, hey, what do you guys need? And, and we're like, hey, we need water. And so GMA is not only our title sponsor, but he's also supplying water bottles awesome. for, yeah, so, for the festival this right, year. Right,
3: which again, a lot of which times... You know
2: how important I think water is at a beer festival.
3: Well, you go to so many beer festivals where they don't have water bottles, they'll have the Water Monsters, which you have to have a bottle or a cup, and you have to sometimes stand in line, and you're not as you probably aren't as incentivized to go up there and stand to squeeze a little button and get water out of it as you are to walk by a trough and grab a bottle and as you're walking, you can do that. Um, but a lot of festivals don't even have that. You just go yeah. your own, your own. You have to buy water, what mm-hmm. have you, but having free water is a big deal. We, we like to keep people hydrated uh, because we don't want to, we want you to enjoy the beer, but we don't want you to be too intoxicated <laughs> no, i
1: mean actually, well no, you know, we to taste all I mean, we have a good we a time problems. But, we, but we also need you hydrated <clears> at we that want point you to
3: eshball so. we want you to drink one yeah drink one yeah. One, for, oh, yeah. One, 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 one to, ratio. One, to yeah. one ratio i
1: like That's that, that. That's yeah right. but when like you're
2: that. when you're drinking that water you can thank gma supply for
1: absolutely. it. absolutely yes definitely thank gma supply and for people who might be interested you know of oh, okay all right i i do want a four season room how what's the best way to check you all out Probably the best
4: way would be uh, by gma supply dot com. Mm-hmm. They could check out the website. We've mm-hmm. got some photos and demonstrations up there. Uh, they can always call the office at uh, local here in Holly Springs or Raleigh areas nine one nine five seven seven zero seven eight seven and they'll be happy to help you whoever you talk to. All right, very cool. One other
3: thing before we go, Joe, I want to mention Sean doesn't just step up for Barracana in Holly Springs. He, I would venture to say, he spends more money on charitable functions than almost probably anybody combined. I mean, Sean. I know you are that. a huge supporter of and You have been for years. The last auction I was at for Meg Smile, I think it was two years ago, and you had donated a $10,000 window package uh, to be auctioned off. And the bidding got so hot and intense, because I looked at you and said, hey, will you do a new home package if I, if I win the bid? And when it got to a point I got out, I think, the, I think it ended up going for twelve or $13,000. And then you said, you know what? I'll do a second package. And that's just incredible. You continue to do that year after year, and not just with BeerCon and kind of Mexic Smile, but there's so many places where you touch that community. And we appreciate that. As a Holly Springs native, I don't Absolutely. live there. I don't live there now. But I spent most of my life there. And we appreciate that.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Let's say hello to our guest today from Little City in downtown Raleigh, John Sealbinder, the owner, and Daryl Wells, the brewer. And I feel like we can't we can't talk about your brewery or your story without talking about the fire so john let's let's start there shall we hey guys uh, <clears throat> thank you for coming on and i've been curious let's start with something depressing no 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 i think it, i think it, i think it's important because i think it's a story of perseverance I, I told i told you this when this happened that i like i'm really fascinated by these guys because uh, cuz you guys have stuck it through so you guys are in downtown you've got this big apartment complex that's going up that's going to be theoretically an, an anchor you got people just walk down go to your place right and it catches fire. Now, it, it caused all sorts of other drama in terms of building codes and everything else. But you guys stuck it through despite the fact you had to deal with the uh, the debris clearing and then the reconstruction. This has been, what,
5: two and a half, two years. And a half
1: years, right? Two and a half and, years. And you guys have been there the entire time. So just you know, from, from where that was to where you are today and what's next.
5: Sure. <clears throat> well, it's a great time to tell the story. I tell you, um, ironically uh we i did a podcast with the folks that uh do our our online scheduling schedule fly they're mm-hmm. they're uh, based out of charlotte yeah. great human beings and uh will came up and we did a podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago great and
2: program by the way
5: we talked about the same thing right um and what i realized which was kind of eerie and cool all at once was he posted that podcast and i i listened to it um and then i realized we had done another podcast uh, uh couple of years before that. And I couldn't remember exactly when it was. It was actually posted the day before the fire happened. Oh, so geez. It was <clears throat> the story that we talked about a couple of weeks ago was, was a story of perseverance. So we go back to the fire. Uh, we signed the lease um, at little city brewing in 2013. I did. And, and knowing that um, I talked to the developer that had built the building that we were in and he had mentioned the stuff that was coming. Um, the quorum center had been there for eight years. Mm-hmm. There was a ton of development that was slated to go on behind our building, which is now the, Smoky Hollow development. And, you know, so we, we <clears throat> I took that leap. And then, obviously, breweries usually are over budget and timelines are extended, right? And so we opened a little later than planned, which, in theory... <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> in theory, should have um, put us in a, in a better place. And, um, you know, four or five months after we opened, um, that thing went up in flames. And we were pretty close to it. We were probably 200 feet from the fire. And so on our corner... Uh, we had we had one street to get into us. and you know after it happened, we you know i th- I thought we could pivot on it you know a little bit more. and what we were setting up for was two and a half years of just grit and grind. And you know, there's folks that walk in, not so much now, but even four or five months ago, they're like, "Oh, how long have you guys been open? Mm-hmm. Two and a half years. it's yeah. such
2: a great feeling when people. People say that about something you bleed and sweat for every day, isn't it? <laughs> the
5: first time yeah. hearing about you. Oh, we just opened last week. Well, we're you you just here. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Get out.
1: So when you, uh, so when you, when you envisioned what you wanted to do, um, what kind? You guys started. You guys start with guest taps, though, right?
5: We did. Uh, we opened September 16 uh, for about. Right up until the beginning of the year in January, mm-hmm. we were gu- operating with mm-hmm. guest apps. And we have a cocktail program there, too. so. Okay. so we have some um some other options when it comes to that kind of stuff. But really excited about getting our beer on when that was. It was January 2017.
1: So when, so when you guys were on this plan to start brewing, how much did that set back? Did you reassess? Like, did you go back to the lab and like work on some more stuff? Because it's like, all right, look, we're gonna have these growing pains, or did you just try to get to brewing the beer as quickly as possible? I'm just
5: kind of stuck with it, right? <clears throat> um, I'd been waiting for beer, mm-hmm. so I felt like the best thing that we could do is brew beer and serve beer. Um, As we're a brewery, first and foremost. And uh, one of the biggest focuses has been, and and hopefully Daryl can kind of elaborate on that in some of the conversation. It's like even in a downtime when basically we were 50% to where we needed to go with our goal in January, in, in March when the fire happened, March 16th, 2017. We were halfway there. And immediately overnight, we fell half from there. So we operated at 25% of our our goal revenue for um, the better part of two and a half years up until August of this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. Just last month was the first month that we had actually recovered and been back on track. So one of the biggest focuses that I wanted to stick with through the whole thing was that we continued to work on quality. You know, um, not focus on the couple of percentage points that we could save on um, ingredients or You know, just trying to get a bunch of beer out to the masses as quickly as we could, but to focus on quality. And we pivoted a little bit to where the original model wasn't to distribute. But then we, you know, we felt like we just started distributing a little bit to get our name out there. And and so fast forward to now to where we are.
2: Yeah, it's funny how how those things work together, though, right? Right. Especially in the beer industry where you have those... Bless their hearts. You have those people that come in that say, "How long have you guys been open?" Bless uh, their hearts. <laughs> hey,
1: I ask I ask that question
2: Love sometimes. those guys. Love them. Wouldn't be any wouldn't be here today without those people. Could you
1: interpret that for us?
3: <laughs> Southern for what? Jesus. Yeah,
2: wow. <laughs> but because you're able to get your beer out there, people hear about you and come into your place. You know, it's it's interesting how that uh, it certainly,
5: you know, f- since we're on a beer podcast, you might as well call it for what it is. It's it's paid advertising. Yep, you know, um, we we get a chance to to get our stuff on someone else's menu, and if everybody's happy, they see our brand and they come see us.
2: Yeah, so you guys are distributing. You
5: are out and about selling beer. We are. Okay, um, we've. Just recently hired a full-time beer sales guy. We were just talking about him. We love him. He's a great dude. Great great personality. He fits our tribe. Well, tell him to come see me. Yeah, I was going to say,
3: watch Adam. He'll try to steal him.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: Jeez. Oh, you mean come see you at the restaurants. I'm sorry. I mean, come see Wait, me. are you the GM at the brewery? I don't want to send him to the brewery. Right? <laughs> yeah,
5: that's,
1: that's, that's questionable.
5: He'll steal your recipes, too, tell so him be to come see me so,
1: to get on tap at the restaurants. <laughs> so, Let John, correct what, what were you doing before you wanted to open up Little City?
5: Well, before Little City, you know, I started with um, my first business in 2012. It was the Architect Bar.
1: Uh, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah.
5: So I went Architect Bar, Green Light, mm-hmm. Linus, and, or Level Up, which is an Arcade Bar, mm-hmm. Linus Peppers, a gourmet sandwich shop, Virgil's, which is a taqueria with a badass yep. little cocktail program, yep. and then to Little City. Um, and that was the progression. I mean, I I live in Colorado back in the late 90s, so beer was infected into my blood. Some decades ago, so it would only seem natural to.
1: to so the differences between uh, running a brewery right now. Uh, before we talk about the beer, as we are pouring, it the differences between running, you know, a classic bar uh, like architecture has a has a vibe to it. Sure, because that the green light you had to like know when the green light was on, right, and the, how it worked. I've yeah. been there, but I, I I forgot like the whole aesthetic. Yeah, so we've got the secret door there, the secret door, right? Yeah. Okay, and
5: then the green light means there's in theories there's <clears throat> seats available, and when it's off there's. No so seats, seats available, available
1: unless you know like a text secret ahead word or, or something like that. Oh,
5: what well, you could text ahead? There's a secret text number I oh, it to. Oh,
1: see it's Wait, like what? it's like animal style what? fries. It's nine, like secret
5: 9196995256. Five, shameless <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Shh. Now, everybody now everybody knows. And then Level Up and Mom Virgil's- don't text that number. Joe wants the
3: special number.
1: Yeah, those were uh and those places are still there. I know Virgil's uh has a a, a cocktail program, but they also have very good as I would describe it, gourmet tacos uh and things like that. And then Level Up was uh, wait, all those places are uh those were those were backed by um Cliff Blazinski, right? Or they were they not?
5: No, they no. were not. But Cliff loved coming to level up. That's that what was, it was really awesome.
1: Like because he... I know his, his software shop was not too far from there before it got sure. shut yeah, down. Yeah, they yet. they
5: him and Lauren, his wife, they yeah. would always come by and hang out, which was really cool because we were a little more authentic in his opinion than the other arcade bar. Oh yeah, no, I would agree. Even though they were more successful and we do love those guys. So.
1: No, no, but I I
5: would agree. So are all these places I would agree. still open? Yeah, actually, we just we just closed level up last you week. Did? Yeah, we're putting another speakeasy up there. Oh, yeah. great concept. Wrong space. Hauling video games up and down two flights of stairs is I not see that. conducive I see that. to. Uh, mm.
2: Asking for Joe, are you offloading any of those video games that do you, you could
1: take actually? Off your I'm. Hands I'm at dead serious right price?
5: now. Do you have a Ms. Pac-Man cocktail uh, tabletop? I do not have a cocktail. I have a stand-up. See. And it is for some. Come sale. to
1: Revelry Barbershop in Fuqua. You buy all you want. My dream is to have, because I used to grow up at Boca Raton, <clears throat> at a Don Carter's bowling alley, like that was my jam, was this tabletop Ms. Pac-Man. Uh, I had my Coca-Cola, and I would just crush Ms. Pac-Man. There you go. And I've always wanted one, but, you know, time and place. I don't know where I would put it in the house.
3: mom was Space Invaders cocktails. <laughs> what do you mean where
2: you put you it put in the house? It in That's front your of the new couch. kitchen table. Uh, <laughs> <I guess. laughs> no, actually, we it's have your new kitchen table. You play Miss Pac-Man and eat Kelly, your cereal.
1: Kelly has Kelly wants Kelly wants a very traditional Southern uh, setup Pac-Man in the house. Table. So we have what's called a keeping room, and we have this. Uh, we have. Do you some, have a good room? Yeah, it's a good room. Can't go in there. Said, uh, yeah, we, it's called a keeping room, according okay. to Southern Living. Great. Uh, but yeah, be keeping in there. It's the it's it is the good room, and I've always joked keeping with her. Secret, stay out of there. What I've always joked, I'm like, you know, we're gonna get rid of that uh, that coffee table, and we're gonna get him as Pac-Man. <laughs> yes, Pac-Man table. That's what we're that's what we in the keeping room. In the keeping that's room. That's not happening. That's where that's where we're gonna. That's do. not stay happening. Out of the good right, room. So Daryl. Daryl is the brewer. If you forgot from the introduction here, what did you come? When did you come on to Little City?
6: That would be would. January 2018. Okay, so coming what, up on two years. And what were
1: you doing before that?
6: Uh, I was uh, working for Ironheart, which is a mobile canning company. Okay, and I helped start up their Raleigh location with John Federal.
1: Yeah, they get they get mentioned from time to time.
6: We well, can't. I met I yeah. met a lot of people through that job. Mm-hmm.
1: And then I guess brewing was the thing you wanted to do, though. It's, oh, a, good, it's a good way to meet everybody, though. Oh yeah, I worked it.
6: for Linwood Grill three years before that with Bill Gerds over okay. there. Okay,
1: so gotcha, gotcha. Chicken pesto pizza.
6: I was, I'm always the... Uh, Pet pig. Oh, I'm barbecue chicken. Yeah, I'm the, yeah I was oh, going to say, man. I'm the barbecue chicken. Chicken pesto yeah. and mosaic yeah. pale ale. Barbecue like, like chicken that's with like the fresh jalapenos. jalapenos the and, and that's a you course. never know what
3: temperature the jalapenos are going to be. It's the best part of the <laughs> that pizza. That is so true. That's it's, it's like roulette. You don't is, know. Check the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. And and it is. It's a Linwood, great pizza.
1: And Linwood, too, the urban legend is the dough is actually the Lily's dough from back in the day, is it not? No, I didn't cook the food. Okay, <laughs> I just it's a beer
2: podcast, Joe.
6: <laughs> no, I'm
1: just saying. Jeez. Well, we talked about pizza earlier. We could do a earlier. pizza podcast if we you'd talk, like, though. We talked about pizza earlier and my expensive trip to Poolside Pies. Mm. But that's another story altogether. Oh, um, I haven't heard that one. I've uh, never yeah, heard
2: that one. It is what it is. We talked about it earlier, Wayne.
1: Uh, earlier, Wayne. You know how the know,
2: podcast works. That one earlier. Jeez. Where have you been?
1: Just destroying the magic, Wayne. You know what? One star for you. Pay no attention
2: <laughs> to the Wayne behind the curtain. Yeah, Wayne,
3: Wayne's the reason why we get one uh, star. So so I thought you made it earlier when we were having lunch. No. 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 meant earlier as in later podcast. when we do the beginning I was of the podcast. I was texting. So, Darryl, I was texting I you, the first
1: I, I'm assuming <laughs> you were you were homebrewing and things like that, and this was all just kind of like leading up to Radio actually Gold. being a brewer. Absolutely. Okay. Turn
6: 21, loved craft beer, did my first extract, that was extract f- batch with my uncle. That's the
1: first time you drank it, right?
6: <laughs> first time I drank homebrew, yeah. At, at 21. At 21.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Gotta stay legal. Yeah.
6: So I, I drank the extract beer, and I had a couple other friends that done extract batches, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow, these always taste horrible. Like, how can I make these better? <laughs> so my assumption it was, you know, the extract was the problem. So I built an all grain system. Okay. I was also loved beer, just too poor to afford it. So. Did what I had to do. All right. And it was right. a lot of trial Started and error. Making White Claw instead. <laughs> <laughs> trial and error with an emphasis on air is my homebrewing career. So Most of them are. Yeah. So what, uh, it was all YouTube and homebrew talk. Uh, hey, yeah. man.
2: Four homebrew batches in. I never went back.
1: I, don't know I was a much in. better drinker. Now he, than I don't I know know he runs a brewery. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm, right? I'm brewery better. He runs me, Wayne. Let's true, so say story. that. Correctly. I'm better at uh, drinking and talking about it at this point. So you. You come on, and so far, what you've poured, you had the pilsner, yep, and then this is the IPA, hazy right? double IPA, the hazy, hazy double. double. Okay,
6: it's called no parking anytime. This
2: is a double because mm-hmm. of the fire. Joe, Joe wanted to bring that up again. The fire.
1: I only. No, it's just downtown
2: it Raleigh. There's just no parking. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, that is true. Uh, pilsner was incredible. The yeah, pilsner was great, and this, you know how you know my stance on hazy IPAs. I know your stance. I drink this one. Why why is that? I think it's delicious. I it think is it's delicious. got it's got a great
1: nose. It's it why I was surprised has, when you said double. Because yeah. it's uh, it's very um I don't even know the right word to use, but it, it does not uh, it doesn't knock you over. It'll sneak up on you. Very it's, nice. It's it's
2: it's just very tasty, easy to drink. What do you use? It's when not you, too sweet, as some
1: New yes, England IPAs right. get. I, that's the
6: under-fermented sugar flavor you get out of some of those. Yes, I, I despise yeah. that as well. Yes. So I'm right there with you on that one. Thank that's
1: you. thank you, Adam, because that's when I was like. Why? What? What bothers me about those other ones? And yes, it's the not. A, just, it's just not a sweet. See, no every time you bring sentences. it up, every time you bring it up, he your face
6: out smells yeah. great. It's like the Frank's Red Hot of IPAs. It's Citron Mosaic. It goes in everything. Frank's Red Hot. Wait,
3: <laughs> I thought the Frank's. So so it's a pepper. I put that blank on everything. Texas Pete. This
1: is North Carolina. No, Frank's right, how you put that blank on everything. You put so. it on everything. Yeah, and that's how that Only works. I want to put it on wings. I put it so, on what pizza. You, uh, so, what are you guys selling the most of now? I mean, when people come in. Um, it's I think... actually
6: a clear IPA. It's a roundabout, which is an American IPA. Okay. It's more West Coast style mosaic and citra hops and a little West bit of West Coast is selling weird. But yeah. I don't sell as much hazy it, as I sell clear. Is
2: that the one? The other one you brought?
6: That's Downtown Double. That's a, oh, okay. like That is a West Coast double IPA. Okay. No, it's the one So, we, we have the to
2: go there to taste the goodness. Okay, that's fine with me. Great. I'm, I'm okay with that.
0: Why well, I
6: sell mean, so much of it? It's hard to keep it whoa. on tap. That's the problem. Oh. Whoa. Okay, Ooh. then. I think I they it. like it because it's 7.6% and you get a whole pint of it. So. You know,
2: some people, and this is not a comment on some people, I'm just saying some people would consider a 7.6% IPA a double IPA. What's, that's your, what's your cutoff on 8%. Like, which 8%? 8%. That's pretty common. And in my, in my thoughts, I don't
6: think IPA should really go above 95 because your, shel- your shelf life on them just isn't as good. If you can get them in the first month or two, they're great. But they fall off a cliff after that.
2: Why don't you just call it a barley wine? That's not right. Too soon? <laughs> no. Yeah, I told
6: you that. <laughs> American barley wines are not very good, in my opinion. I'm English. Okay. I like okay. English-style
2: stuff. Uh, do you guys make a barley wine? I do. Yeah? Yeah.
6: It's called Ambulance Barley Wine, 11.1%.
2: Why is it called Ambulance? Because if you
6: drink too many, that's where you're going. <laughs> Heard. We released it when it, <laughs> it snowed was the leading this qu- past December. What you call uh, a leading December. question in yeah, the industry, yeah, Joe. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up to like a, a growler of that, and by noon I had to take a nap because I was a little far gone.
2: You Wait, what? That was a when breakfast snowed, beer?
6: Yeah, when it snowed this past December, yeah. Yeah, I got up, made breakfast, and started drinking it. Oh, my gosh. didn't last very long. not so have to, would,
3: <laughs> not have to that, take a nap every day not that I drink a nap.
2: It's because Wayne's old. We're not going to get too deep in the weeds on English versus American barley wine, but just why do you prefer an English barley wine over American? What's the difference?
6: Generally, it's the freshness. Is The the English style is going to keep a lot better to where like the American style is going to get oxidation flavors quicker. If you get it fresh, there's okay, but any kind of age on them, I don't really care.
2: And see, a lot of people in the barley wine world prefer aged barley wines just because they come out so hot. The alcohol mm-hmm. is so, so high that they have a burn to them, so they- they agree. let them sit for about a year or so before they even start opening bottles.
6: That's why if you can find a good, unbarrel aged barley wine, that's a really good brewer. Gotcha. Like a good example would be East End, The Gratitude.
2: Gotcha. Well, back to a really good brewer, and, and what I look for in a really good brewer is some of their lightest stuff. And you brought this, Pilsner. Um, tell me about this, because I think it's... Fantastic. Don't give him too many secrets, though. Yeah, tell me all about it. Speak into the microphone. I yeah, okay, not really gonna, a lot of secrets about he's it. He's going to be it's making notes.
6: The biggest thing is the loggering procedure, and make sure that you don't release something before it cleans up enough.
2: What do you mean by that? I think we're seeing a lot, and this is not me being logger guy, but we're seeing a lot more loggers mm-hmm. in the in. in
0: They're coming in, back in the, in the wild
2: now, mm-hmm. right? Everybody's everybody's got. Um, not that people didn't have a lager before or a pilsner specifically before because they were pretty common at breweries, but I think people are paying more attention to them now when they go to craft brewers, breweries because it's kind of becoming a bit more of a fad. Absolutely. Um, not in a bad way,
1: right? So, but Well, I think the, I think the um, if I may interject. Oh, yeah, go for it. So Please. recently, and I sent you guys this article from the Wall Street Journal about how craft brewers... Will typically drink. Actually, you were we talked about it in the last podcast. I brought it up last right. week in right. the Wall Street Journal. Heard the podcast. They clearly heard and they the just podcast. Up. So the, the the whole gist of the article in the Wall Street Journal was: Hey, your favorite craft brewers are all drinking Budweiser, essentially, or uh, they're drinking
5: Hams High Life,
1: High Life, those types of things, uh, beers that you would associate with your dad's, you know, your dad's old school beers, right? And their whole thing was: if you talk, if you looked at all the quotes, it was essentially: Look, I'm tasting crazy things all day, and I need something that just I don't have to think about. And they gravitated towards that. But what I thought was interesting was Jim Cook of Boston Beer, uh, Sam Adams, and for those who don't know. And Cook had an interesting quote, essentially. He's like, when we started this back in the day, the whole reason why we did it was to make different beer, give something different to people. And he almost was pushing back on the trend of craft breweries, making pilsners and lagers, because macros already have that. Mm -hmm. But I would disagree with Jim in that, just because they do it doesn't mean you can't do it and make it better. And I think that's what people are kind of now interested in is like, hey, you know, these are the beers that I'm always familiar with, but th- you can do more with them. There's more layers to it. Yes. And that's what you guys are doing with this Pilsner. And that's why I really enjoyed it.
2: So tell me a little bit about the evolution of this beer. You said this is your third this iteration. This is the third it, rendition,
6: right? yes. The first one we released at the bar was uh, under the same name, but it was a Czech style Pilsner. And most people just thought it was a little bit too sweet, was kind of watery, didn't really care for it. We so went with like a real authentic German style that was a very hoppy German style Pilsner. Then it was too bitter. So then this is kind of the in between
2: between both of those. I think it's. I, I mean, this is a beer I drink all afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, nice it's,
2: it's, it's a golf course beer. It's five point one percent. It is super clean. Uh, got just the right amount of dryness that makes me want to keep, keep drinking it. Um, you also brought this. What is the? You said it's no parking anywhere. Yep. No, anytime, no parking anytime. Any time. Eight point six percent, and I said this is a New England, New England double IPA. I'd, I'd go to a local place and and enjoy.
6: I uh, well, the one thing I would say is I don't try to call my beers New England's. Okay, I don't hazy, think, yeah, hazy. If you don't live IPA. in the New England area, I don't think anybody, even myself included, <laughs> is doing quite the job that some of them sure. are out there.
2: and and that is an additional conversation because I completely agree with you. Yeah. But, and that's that's not to say these guys locally are doing a poor job. I think they're just doing some bit different. There's things a lot a of great hazy, pa- uh, I, sure. I, Pazer, like look sure. at New Anthem.
6: They Absolutely. are releasing some awesome hazy stuff. Yeah. But is it, it, it juicy? Is it like what you would get from Bissell Brothers, Alchemist, Treehouse? You know, that's, if you drink it, that's more for you to say.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, I was literally just at Alchemist two weekends ago.
3: Name dropping again. There it is. And <laughs> yes, earlier this year, know. he was in Sonoma. Uh, was it, hooray.
2: This is you're not, a wine. This is not the wine edition of the 919 no uh, uh, Beer Podcast. you a nap earlier. <laughs> time and place. Uh, no, but the thing that's totally different about Alchemist is, is like they really commit to the hops. And yes. they commit to bitterness as well as everything else that's going on. And I think what we've gotten so far away from in what the every... Uh, just what people think of um, when they're talking New England IPAs is, is it's just the look of them. Yep. And the aroma not necessarily everything else that's going on flavor-wise.
6: Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts on that, too, huh. as well. We can go oh, yeah. down a rabbit hole there. But I don't want to drink something that looks like mud in a glass, which okay. is I think a lot of people that think that's what a New England IPA should look like. I don't think so at all. It should just have a light haze through it, but you shouldn't be sediment. There shouldn't be anything like that when you drink it. It shouldn't be an aggressive bitterness in the back of your throat, which is raw hop and suspension. I see all those as off flavors.
2: Sure. Well, tell us, actually... I'm going to introduce this next one as you're getting it out. But you've got another double IPA that you brought. Uh it is a is this a West Coast style? You said clear.
6: This is a clear West Coast style double IPA made with Columbus, Apollo
2: and Simcoe. Wow, Columbus and Simcoe. I'm not as familiar with Apollo, but tell me about tell us about those hops. Like what make them Significant, especially when you're talking West Coast style. They have
6: the predominant West Coast flavors, is what most people would think, as being more piney, resiny, danker flavors with maybe a little bit of subtle citrus fruit. Okay. And that's what we're going for. And the reason I made this beer was specifically for the JBF. It's what I entered and I looked up all the people that have won in the past couple of years, and it, did, it definitely trends to be oh. more of a West Coast style beer.
2: I'm oh, doing research. I oh, like man. It. Would one of y'all talk so I can just enjoy this beer? Because this is delicious. Um, Speaking of GABF, you guys won a few. Won we got a lucky last year. Up,
6: that's actually my most awarded beer is our, our Mosaic Session IPA. Gotcha. Got a bronze medal at the U.S. Open last year, and I got a bronze medal at the GABF.
2: Awesome. Well, congrats on that. Yeah, Very we were lucky. actually we were actually sitting there with with uh, with Bill and. Um, from from Bill and Andy from Linwood last year when you guys when you guys won that award and that was awesome to see. Funny thing
6: about that is I actually forgot that the award ceremony was that day and that's when we had the Hops for Hope event. So I got there and I saw everybody else like, oh congratulations. Like what what happened? (laughs) Like the award ceremony was a day. I was like, Oh, Oh. that's why my phone's been going (laughs) off so much.
1: (laughs) Makes a lot of sense. That's a great great way for your phone to come off. So so as a as a West Coast double uh i'm gonna invoke, i'm just gonna go i'm gonna go ahead and invoke the name pliny right isn't that well i mean pliny is a west coast double it's a west coast double yeah. so w- for those but, here, but who knows if they enter it in yeah.
2: that in that category so it's absolutely true yeah talk about that for a minute because <laughs> I, I don't think a lot why, of people know about that. the
1: reason why i was curious about it is because i was at a show last night and somebody was uh i guess humble bragging with their pliny the elder t-shirt oh you should have said dude bro brah blind
2: Pig's so much better I mean, yeah i hate it when people say a, that, that,
1: that just shut up <laughs> <laughs> just stop it so but just no i'm it. just saying with the with the certain de- I'll bro you when with a certain demographic what's going to happen is you say double west coast ipa the first thing that's going to come to mind is going to be the Pliny. so that you're not sure. going for a Pliny. i mean that here. is
6: the godfather of double IPAs. yeah and but that's that, made with all the C hops, like citrus centennial yeah. cascade
1: it's good i think it's delicious and it's fresh fresh ball it's very important for Adam for it to be very very fresh. Wayne, is on the it other not hand, important you
6: for you, Daryl? A oh, hundred percent.
1: Why, Daryl? Why is it so important? Please tell Joe. The,
6: the, hop, the hop aroma drums mm-hmm. off a cliff after about two months.
1: Okay. Okay. Like now, my,
6: I'll say this as a great example. My parents are huge IPA fans now. Yeah. And I've kind of been the one to convert them. That they've drank all my horrible homebrew over the years. <laughs> 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 they still have a problem. Is they'll go to total wine and they'll just pick up any old twelve pack of their favorite beer and bring it home. If this right. is
1: on old twelve pack.
2: But yes, that's
6: what the problem, saying, is right? that's where IPAs go to die.
1: But that's the whole point of the I'm IPA refrigerator.
6: No, Joe, is to die?
1: No, not to die. The whole <laughs> genesis of the IPA was to sustain a long trip. Here we go. Call it something else. Anyway. Well, they do. Just they wanted, call it American. I just wanted IPA, to get it on West my Coast soap. IPA. I just wanted to get it on my soapbox. That's then all. Stick with your with your English IPAs, Joe. I will. No, I'm kidding. This is very, very good. I'd rather drink this. Honestly. I think this is delicious. It's very, very, very nice. Good. Very good. Uh, John, let's talk about the space a little bit because uh, I know that you also, you know, it's brewery and it's also provisions.
5: Yes. Explain that. You well, know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to blast us all on social media here, I'm breaking <laughs> my concentration. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. So originally, um, uh, the phased project of Little City Brewing and Provisions was um, brewery cocktail bar first, and then kitchen and food program second. Mm-hmm. Um, It was supposed to launch around about April 2019. We were going to, I mean, 17, we were going to start construction on the the food portion of that um, building. Uh, When we saw what happened post fire, um, I had to make a kind of a gut decision that, you know, opening a kitchen might complete the concept and food might help. Or that labor dollar could further sink us even worse into a rear. So... We'd been on pause with that. There's a whole kitchen stubbed in and, and not completely built out, but the plumbing and electrical has been there since we, we got our first uh, certificate of occupancy, and there's a demising wall there that's supposed to come down after we build the kitchen. So the and provisions included the cocktail bar and the uh, the, the future food program that we had okay. there. Okay.
1: Okay. One thing I'll say about the space, too, and I mean, I don't know if this was by design. I'm guessing it might have been, but it's very uh, Instagrammable. Sure, Uh, because I noticed that uh, when you know you're out and about, I see friends going to places. And when you had first opened up, it was uh, my friend Leo actually, uh, who's a big downtown guy and always likes keeping up with all things downtown. It photographs well. Sure, is that is that something that you feel like you have to do
5: by design? You know, there was a there was a goal to to create a a pretty awesome space. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, white tiles, brass accents, just make a cool ass space. I mean, sign. Yeah. You know, um, the local sign, local mm-hmm. NC, which gives a little homage to, to what we represent. And, um, the space itself was, was, I mean, it was probably the most involved space that I've, I've done or thought about doing, you know, and in, in the landscape of downtown Raleigh, you got to kind of set yourself apart. Right. Yeah. And so when we look at our space, I mean, we're, we hope in that space, you know, there are plans to scale and grow our brewing brand even further down the road. And, um, once we get our feet back under us, it'll be something to talk about then. But right now, we just want to operate as a really cool, badass bar in downtown Raleigh that, that we happen to brew our own beer, and uh, we've got a really good cocktail program as well. You know.
2: Well, I'm a fan. Yes. I'm definitely a fan. It's, very, it's all Great very, stuff. very good. So Great stuff. So I need to go. get down there. This is a date night coming, probably after Burecana. Yeah, that's exciting. I don't get out much these days. After uh, Burecana, you're going to some
5: other yeah, you tropical going,
2: like, place, that's right? The kid's, they, that's the kid's Christmas uh, gift.
5: We should trade jobs. It sounds like you're traveling quite a bit. I got stuff figured out, man. Come on. Come on. Come on on. on. (laughs) aboard the stress crane. Adam
1: likes to act
5: like I travel to work. Yeah. I get away to work is what I do.
1: Look, I... I'm I'm in no vacation mode now. I mean, summer's over. Yeah, Joe's, Joe's got to work. He's he's football, finished his seven weeks. Yeah, foot, of football, paid basketball, vacay. hockey, all that stuff. It's uh. it's go time now. So I'm I'm here for the long haul. Anything else that uh, you guys would want people to know about if they have not been to your space, other than you've been open for a few years now, <sighs>
5: three years. Um, but yeah, I, I think I you know I leave in parting. You know, you never want to live in the past, right? And uh, we certainly have a little bit of a story to tell, but our story is a positive Ford story, you know? I mean, we look at what, what <clears throat> created us in a time that I never would have signed up for. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I tell the story is to say, hey, man, this is something that we took on the chin and coming out of it, it's made us stronger as a group. And we're really looking forward to come continue to come into our stride, like I said, you know, just focusing on quality, making really good beer, and just having a good time doing it, you know. So come see us, mm-hmm. come hang out, give us your opinions about our beer, good and bad, and we can handle it. But I think we're making, you know, Daryl's putting out some yeah, I don't think you're get a lot of beer. bad opinions. No,
1: although that's the case. And Daryl, I mean, you have your. I'm assuming you have you, you have your core things. Um, how how crazy do you get with it? What what you know?
6: What do you mean by crazy?
1: Like what what's uh? Do you do you want to? I don't know dessert beers use some sort of like how, how how off the ta- you know, how off the grid will you go? Non beer flavored beers, how far so do we you do go?
6: have a non beer flavored beer? We actually have two of them right now, okay. One of which is Blurred Limes, which is a kettle <laughs> oh, sour beer that's nice. well, it was made for hops for hope, and we got it. It was right. a punny name, Yeah, We were trying to, you know, it's have, a fantastic some, have some
1: fun with it. It's a fantastic name,
6: so that's actually it's back sweetened, a little mm-hmm. bit of lactose, supposed to represent kind of like key lime pie, okay, but in beer form. Okay. And we also the Miley, do is- si-
2: Miley Cyrus of the fruits. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Jeez. And
6: then we also do the other style. We do is Plethora, which is a rotating kettle sour. It's the same exact beer every time, but we always change out the fruit. And our current one is actually strawberry rhubarb.
1: Oh, nice. So okay. It- Very cool. Very cool. So I'm going. Drop on by a little city. It's good beer. It's a cool space. And uh, that area of downtown Raleigh is off the charts crazy right now with construction. I mean, I'm looking forward to the Publix. Everybody I don't Raleigh's care about crazy. the Publix. I'm going to go drink more beer well, no. from them. It's could I, could you I know, bring- come
5: drink beer? Publix has got plenty of money, yeah. like well, well, a yeah. whole lot of
1: money. But before the kitchen opens, can I bring a chicken tender pub sub in?
5: Uh, we want. Of course, you can. All right, cool. Yeah, I'll bring you one. And your dog. That'll help you get another two. Well, well, two beers. Dogs, you can- <laughs> Okay, I'm Daryl out. Daryl just said, I'm out. Out. I'm out. Wayne's
2: out. You can bring your dogs. You can bring your dogs. We are dog friendly.
1: Wayne's
3: out.
2: Wayne is not as
3: dog friendly as some. No, might like. fine with it. I'm dog friendly. What I'm not dog friendly about is when you walk in okay, with your wait, dog. Right, this is why, like why, the hurricane. siren. Like done, I'm getting it started. We don't need to get through it again. bar. No, no, we,
1: don't. we don't need to go through I'll it again. Just it up. Keep your dog I have off the, the same f- view bar.
6: about dogs as I have as children. Yeah. They're extremely welcome, and yeah. yeah. they're own leashes. And then once they're a problem, politely ask you to leave.
1: Yeah. Okay. What is What is a problem? Now I'm curious. A dog on the bar. And if
6: you're impacting other people's experience, preach. Okay. So if you have a kid that's crying for 25 minutes straight, you should probably walk outside. <laughs> if your dog yes. is jumping on people, making people spill their beers, you should probably take What if take the dog has his
3: paws on the bar while the guy's ordering his beer?
6: If it stays there the whole time, I'm not okay with that. But if it's just a little cute thing real quick?
3: What if the bartender reaches across, rubs him, grabs a glass, and then serves somebody else a beer? No, don't do that. All, All right. Wash your hands. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Wayne. I'm done. Were those the correct answers? Hey, look, yeah, mean, absolutely
1: the right answers. I mean, my, my kids aren't causing a ruckus. They're too focused on the Nintendo Switch at that point. So <laughs> it's all good. Too busy
2: wrestling the... Dog across the bar. That's
1: what it or is. Or jumping the trash cans. Uh, the the kids and the dogs are asking for beers at the bar, uh, yeah. causing all sorts of problems. Little city, go check them out. Reminder: you can still get Beericana tickets. We got VIP tickets available still, right? Yeah, but they're gonna they're gonna sell out. Yeah, VIP. As I was explaining to a friend of mine, that when they <coughs> well, asked sorry, me, "Sorry,
2: VIP is definitely gonna sell
1: out." Yeah. Well, as I was as I was explaining to a buddy of mine who has not been to Beericana, he's like, "Is it worth it?" I was like, "Yes." Only worth it if you get the VIP though. That's whoa, the real whoa, that's that's whoa. what I said. No, no, the thoughts expressed by Joe Obius so are
2: definitely not those. I'm trying to upsell nine one nine beer. I'm trying to Trying to upsell them. Uh, to upsell don't them. listen to that. GA still has a great time. You get four full <laughs> hours of of buy the VIP. beer tasting and banging. You don't want to be with the unwashed, unwashed mass trucks. Wow. You just <laughs> you wanna <laughs> you just wanna be in
1: there So sure, we're not natural with your people with <laughs> <not> the unwashed <laughs> and then you go.
5: We do have that Virgil's food truck if you need us to bring it down there. <laughs> <laughs> Does Jeez. it have a shower for the unwashed people? <laughs> like, oh the, oh, oh, oh,
1: the GA is here. It's time uh, for us to go.
3: Mm, yes. That's should what get, I always should say. Should we get the Red Cross out there with their shower trailer? Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey,
2: general Mission, we love you guys. You're, you're welcome anytime. I'm kidding. Between 2 and 6. You don't have to deal so, with people like
3: Joe.
1: Well... <laughs> I was gonna say you could. Joe's gonna be gone. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out at that point. And uh, hey, at the very least, I'm not asking you all the questions that you have to apparently put a FAQ on your oh Facebook my gosh, page that was for. <laughs> Jeez. Somebody, yeah, that was anyway. great reading. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> all right, that's gonna wrap it up for this edition of the Nine One Nine Beer Podcast. Reminder. Five stars only. If it's one star, it's Wayne's fault, but please don't put one star. That's <laughs> all or I'm ask. Or
2: you're a general admission ticket holder and you've, you've kind of been down. Now you're Joe. Now your problem with me. Or you didn't
1: eat the pizza. It's cool. I'll just wave at you while you're still waiting to get in because of VIP. That's why you should get the VIP. So that doesn't happen. All right. Go to com to get your tickets today. GA2. It's all good. Cheers. Cheers.
0: You've been listening to the 919 Beer Podcast with host Joe Ovius, Adam Eshbaugh, and Wayne Holt. Don't forget, there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. This podcast also airs Saturday mornings at 8 on Buzz Sports Radio. Thanks again for listening to the 919 Beer Podcast.